Hey, folks, welcome to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're heard right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. And before we get started, I'd just like to give a shout out to two of our newest subscribers to our YouTube channel, Brian Briscoe, Jorge Fabian. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network YouTube channel. Brian Briscoe, Jorge Fabian, thank you so much for subscribing. And if you're looking for some great wrestling apparel, you have to go to ringloyals.com. Ringloyals.com is your wrestling apparel company. Check them out. They have a lot of great stuff on their site. Ringloyals.com, your wrestling apparel company. Okay, let's get into it. MLW is focusing on their women's division. Dave Prezak joins MLW to focus on their women's division. Fightful.com here reporting. It says Major League Wrestling plans on putting a renewed focus on the women's division and Dave Prezak will lead the charge. MLW announced that Prezak, who founded the all-women's promotion Shimmer in 2005, has joined MLW to spearhead the women's division. Dave Prezak reporting here, or a quote from Dave Prezak, he says, I value the chance to assist some of the very deserving shimmer athletes in receiving opportunities to grow by entering the MLW ranks. The addition of more women to MLW events in the future will only add to the wonderful variety already featured as part of the MLW product. Prezak, one of the most successful women promote wrestling promoters in American history, founded Shimmer in November 2005. So that's great news for MLW. I was wondering when they're going to get their women's division going and looks like this summer uh, that women's division is going to be up and running in MLW. And it looks like uh, Dave Prezak is going to be looking to Shimmer to bring um, Shimmer uh, talents into MLW. I wonder if it's just going to be Shimmer talent or if he's going to be looking outside of Shimmer as well. I hope he's going to look outside of Shimmer as well because I was looking at uh, Shimmer's roster and they have a they actually have a decent roster. Um some some big name bigger bigger names that I see on the roster right now: Allison Kay, uh, Ashley Vox, um, Leela Hirsch, Marty Bell, um, Dummy XO uh, is on there. Um, Jody Threat, Ooh, Jody Threat is part of the promotion. Uh, Willow Nightingale. So there's a lot of talent in Shimmer, and I think they would fit right in with MLW. But I think I, I'm kind of hoping, and and Court Bauer is a very very smart man, and I would I would hope that he's going to be looking outside of um, Shimmer as well because there's there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of, there's there's three names that I that I have in mind. Actually it was four names, but I mentioned four names, but I mentioned one Jody Threat. But there are three other names that that I can think of the top of my head that I think would be absolutely fantastic in MLW's women division. Masha Slamovich for one would be absolutely Absolutely fantastic. They could just put the title on her and she could hold it for, for some time. She is definitely championship material. Lefisto also. Lefisto could come in and be a uh, – she would be a great signing for MLW. Not only you know, can she come in, but she can also help um, train some of the younger talent. She's been doing it for such a long time. One of the best wrestlers in the world, in my opinion. Lefisto would be absolutely fantastic in MLW. And Alexia Nicole. 
Alexia Nicole should be signed to a major promotion. Alexia Nicole, um, top talent up here in Canada. There's no way that she's not signed to a major promotion right now. I know the pandemic and everything you know, kind of got in the way. Uh, and there was some some interest from Impact Wrestling. But now's the chance. Now's the chance. She's a free agent still. And MLW looking to, looking to get that women's division going. Alexia Nicole will be a great, great signing. Be a great addition to that women's division. So that's that's the name. That Masha Slamovich, Lefisto, Alexia Nicole. I think if they can bring those three in, uh, I don't know if they could bring all. If they're going to bring all three in, or I don't know if they're going to bring any in. But I think those are three big names that they could that they could bring in that could really you know jumpstart that women's division. And I mentioned Jody Threat. Jody Threat also a huge, huge, huge talent that I think would be a great addition. And I ran down the list here of Shimmer talents. And there's a lot. Um, Allison K could come in. Ashley Vox, Dummy Exo, they're uh, tag team uh, sisters. They're the Shimmer tag team champions. Uh, Kimberly is a Shimmer champion, but she's signed to Impact Wrestling, so we won't expect Kimberly to, um, unless, you know, well, TJP, TJP, um, he wrestles in Impact in, in MLW. I, I don't know the details of her contract. I don't know if she's able to wrestle for another promotion. Um, maybe Kimberly, but I, 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 pretty sure that she's uh, locked into Impact Wrestling. So um, I, I don't think we'd see Kimberly uh, Solo Darling, very, very talented wrestler. So there's a lot of talent that they could bring in from from Shimmer uh, to MLW to get that uh, women's division going. But if they could bring in uh, Nicole, Lefisto, or Slamovich, or two of those three, or even three of those three, I think that would be great. I think Masha Slamovich also, uh, as I said, it's it's Alexei Nicole should be signed to a major promotion. Lefisto and Masha Slamovich also should be signed to major promotions. Masha Slamovich is just incredibly, incredibly talented. I mean, she's championship material. I mean, if they if they brought in Masha Slamovich, I would say. Court power, just put the title on her. You know, I, mean, I don't know if there's going to be a title tournament to determine the first MLW Women's Champion. I'm sure that's going to be down the line, but um, she's definitely a great candidate to uh, to hold the MLW Women's Championship when that does in fact uh, come into play. So, lots of big names out there, and again, like I said, Court Bauer. Court Bauer is just um, when it comes to locating and finding undiscovered talent. Court Bauer is is just fantastic at it, and I'm sure he's uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's scoping around right now with um, looking for some undiscovered women talent. Alexei Nicole, uh, Masha Slamovich, Court Bauer. But I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he's looking around for some undiscovered talent that he could bring in uh, to um, to add to the women's division. But this is exciting. This is exciting. It's going to just add another element to to MLW. MLW is a great promotion. Uh, they're bringing in some great uh, great talent, and now this is going to add another element to to MLW. So um, we'll see. Dave Prezak has got his work cut out for him, but I'm sure you know. Discovered Shimmer in 2005. He's done a great job with um, promoting women's wrestling. I'm sure he's going to do a fantastic job. And working with Court Bauer, I'm sure they're both going to uh, they're both going to they're both going to bring in some decent talent. And um, I'm looking forward to the MLW Women's Division. <clears throat> it's something to really get excited about. It's something to really, really get excited about. Again, it's going to add another element. Um, Alicia Atout, you know, up here in Canada, maybe you could uh, 
maybe Alicia too could um, could recommend some top talent up here in Canada. Alexia Nicole, maybe uh, Lufisto, maybe. Uh, but um, maybe uh, you know Alicia too, uh, she could go on a talent scouting um, mission for for MLW up here in Canada and and look for some. Uh, top talent or, or Corp Bauer himself could come up here. There's a lot of talent here in Canada that's looking to uh, to get rolling down the states. You know, I've mentioned a few, and uh, but um, but uh, regardless, I'm looking forward to the the MLW's um, women's division, and are starting this summer. I don't know if it's going to start at. At the Battle Riot three in July tenth, I don't know if we're gonna see some women matches on that show, um, or I guess that's a TV taping as well. I don't know if we're gonna see any any women women matches then, or it's gonna be on the next show. But um, MLW Women's Division starting up this summer, and uh, let's um, let's get excited about that because it's going to be fantastic. It's gonna be fantastic again. Gonna add another element to MLW, something to really really get excited about. All right, let's move along. Diona Perrazzo. Diona Perrazzo is defending her title in a title versus title match at Triple Mania, AAA's Triple Mania show, which is August, um, I think, August 14th. So it's going to be a title versus title match, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts title held by Diona Perrazzo. And she's um, putting it on the line against Fabi Apache, who is the Reina de Reinas um, champion in AAA, which is their top women's title. So Fabi Apache versus Diona Perrazzo, title versus title. Huge match, interpromotional match taking place on AAA's biggest show of the year and impact wrestling is not even promoting it they're not even talking about it they're not even pushing it i don't even think they've tweeted about it i don't think they've posted anything on facebook about it it's like it's not happening to impact wrestling and i don't know why this is huge this is a huge match their champion diona perrazzo is going into another promotion triple a and meeting their top women's champion and it's title versus title but impact wrestling is not promoting it triple a is promoting it they're promoting the heck out of it but impact wrestling is not promoting it at all this should be this is huge for impact wrestling i don't know why they're not promoting it maybe maybe they'll do some promotion after Slammiversary, but i don't think they should have waited i think Slammiversary could have been used as a way to to um, push this match, to to plug this match, to push this match, they should have mentioned it. They should have. We should have got like a little video package. Fabio Apache was actually on a few uh, Impact Wrestling shows when they were in Mexico. Uh, she challenged uh, Tessa Blanchard actually for the Knockouts title. They, we should have got a little Fabio Apache um, video package, and they should have been plugging. They should have been promoting their their cha their champion going into. I don't want to say enemy territory, but enemy territory, <laughs> another promotion, putting their her title on the Impact's title on the line against their top women's champion, and they're not promoting it. And it just it doesn't make sense. Again, Slammiversary is coming up. They're promoting Slammiversary, but they're not really promoting Slammiversary. There's no real buzz for Slammiversary, in my opinion. But um, they should be promoting this, even if it's on social media. If it's even just plug in the unless they promote it on social media and i just miss it but i've asked a couple of people 
they don't recall seeing anything. I went online, I plugged in, looked for it, but I couldn't find anything. So as far as I'm concerned, Impact Wrestling is not promoting this huge, huge inter-promotional match between their champion, the Knockouts champion, Diona Prazo, and AAA's um, top female champion, Fabi Apache. It's going to be a great match. I mean, Diona Prazo has been on a few AAA cards, Um beating um, opponents. I can't remember their names, but she's, I think she's on it two or three times and she's vict been victorious each time, you know, gearing up um, for uh, this huge match on August 14th. But I don't know why Impact Wrestling is just ignoring it. I mean, this is huge. I mean, it just, just doesn't make sense to me. Like I said, unless they have the Slammiversary, they're going to stop pushing it. But it would, it would be cool to see Fabi Apache do a run-in at Slammiversary and, and go after Diona Prazo. And if she does do that, that's great, but no one's really going to know why, right? <laughs> right? No one's going to really understand what's going on because they're, 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 they haven't promoted it at all. So if Fabi Apache runs in, there might be a lot of confusion and people in the, in the crowd and people watching not knowing what's going on. So they should have promoted it a little bit. You know, will Fabi Apache um, jump in and attack you know, Perazzo at Slammiversary? Uh, probably not. Probably not. But, uh, but like, if, if it did happen, like I said, nobody would know. Nobody would understand what's going on. And again, this is a huge, huge interpromotional match. One of the top wrestlers in the world, Diona Perazzo, the knockouts, the back wrestling knockouts champion, putting the title on the line at Triple Media. And Impact Wrestling is ignoring it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know why they're... Uh, again, I, I hope I hope after Slammiversary, they do some promoting on it, but but we'll see. We'll see. I think they should have started already because, again, it's a huge, huge match, in my opinion. Um, AAA, a huge promotion in Mexico. Impact Wrestling, big promotion here in the States. I think, I think they should have been promoting it, but, hey, that's just me. That's just me. All right, so Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander will be on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, as most people already know, this Friday against Rocky Romero. It's going to be Josh Alexander's second time um, on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. So the thought popped into my head. The thought popped into my head. The G1, G1 uh, is the biggest uh, tournament, is the biggest yearly tournament that New Japan Pro Wrestling holds. And... This year is going to be September and October. So September and October, uh, they're going to be holding the, the G1 tournament. And the winner of the G1 tournament goes on to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge whoever the new the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion is. So I'm thinking, Josh Alexander making his second appearance on New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong against Rocky Romero. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be just fantastic if Josh Alexander, the X Division Champion, was a, was a, was at G1. Wouldn't it be fantastic if if he was a participant in the G1 Climax? Wouldn't that be just absolutely fantastic? Impact Wrestling sending their X-Division champion to be a participant in the G1. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Any If anyone could 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 withstand the, the, the intensity of the G1, it's definitely Josh Alexander, and I think he would welcome it with open arms. I think it would be fantastic because they have the partnership going, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, with Impact Wrestling. The pandemic is dying down. 
I think it would be, you know, I'm just just thinking Josh Alexander in the G1 would be just, just fantastic. I'm thinking Josh Alexander against Kota Obushi would be just phenomenal. Josh Alexander against Tomohiro Ishii would be just fantastic. Josh Alexander against Minoru Suzuki would be just fantastic. Hiroki Goto against Josh Alexander. And and he could go toe-to-toe with, with any of these guys. And I know it's 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 a, a rigorous tournament, and you have matches basically almost daily. And there's there's the block A and the A block and B block, um, and I, I think uh, Josh Alexander would be just fine. I like I said, I think he would welcome it with open arms. I think um, he would be able to withstand the uh, what's 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 the right? he'd be able to withstand the the intense matches that uh, he would be participating in. Him against Jay White would be fantastic. Him against Will Osprey. Think about think about that. Um, lots of possibilities. There. Lots of lots of possibilities there. But I think it. First of all, is it going to happen? It's it's unlikely. Okay, this is just me talking off the top of my head on how awesome it would be. You know, there's a chance. It's a small chance. Never seen ever in professional wrestling. But I think Josh Alexander showing up at the G1, being a part of the G1 as the exhibition champion would be just fantastic. And you could say, oh, but Lewis, uh, it's September, October. You know, he can't be away that long. But Impact Wrestling tapes in advance. And they tape a number of – they tape like a few – like I think two months of shows in advance, maybe not that much, but a number of shows in advance, and they could do their tapings with Josh Alexander and send him on a plane to Japan, and he's in the G1 again. I the odds of this happening are, are very, very, very slim, but uh, I would absolutely love to see Josh Alexander as the X Division champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 tournament. I think it would be absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I think a lot of people will agree with me. And I, I think it would be great for Impact Wrestling. He would be a great representative for Impact Wrestling. And um, I would, for one, would love to see it. I would love to see it. Again, very, very slim chance of it happening. Um, basically, a, it's a very, very, very minuscule chance of it happening. But uh, personally, I would love to see it happen. I would love to see it happen. Monday Night Raw. They're going to close out with this. Monday Night Raw. Their ratings are just in the tank. It's just in the tank. They've got they they um uh, the last Monday Night Raw didn't even get 1.5 million viewers, 1.47 million viewers for the last Monday Night Raw. That is just they're just their viewership is just absolutely plummeting. Now, granted, there was an NBA, I think it was an NBA basketball game and maybe a hockey game as well that might have contributed to it. But they this is the lowest rating, I think, in the history of Monday Night Raw. The lowest rating in the history of Monday Night Raw, 1.47 million viewers. It was 1.7 last last week and it dropped to 1.7 again. Um, the NBA playoffs uh, and um, I think there was a hockey game also, if I'm not mistaken, that could have contributed to it. But still, 1.47 million, uh, the lowest rating in the history of Monday Night Raw from what I'm reading here. So um, people are tuning out. 
people are tuning out. I mean, if it was must-see TV, if it was must-see TV, like if it was Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock during the Attitude Era, I think a lot of those people would have, uh, they would have said, you know, I'm not going to watch basketball tonight. Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, is on tonight. I want to see what happens with him and Mr. McMahon. If, it was, if this was the Attitude Era, you know, oh, the, the Suns and Clippers are playing? Oh, you know what? Um, I, I'll, I'll watch the results. I, the Rock The Rock is going to have a uh, verbal debate this week with, um, with Kurt Angle. Or, or The Rock is taking on Triple H. I, I'd rather watch that. I, I think if it was the Attitude Era, I think um, a lot more people would, would turn off the basketball game and turn off Monday Night Raw. That's just my opinion. Uh, so 1.47 million viewers, very, very bad. Very bad for Monday Night Raw. And again, ratings are plummeting. People are turning their backs and they're looking for alternatives such as uh, AEW, uh, such as New Japan Pro Wrestling, such as Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling also got a very low rating, 69,000. Hopefully they can rebound from that. But uh, people are looking for um, for alternatives to the WWE um, because um, right now it's not a very good product. Right now it's just not a very good product and it's showing in the ratings, in the viewership. 1.47 million viewers. That's it. That's all they got this week. And I will say that I was not one of those 1.47 million viewers. So I just just had to throw throw that out there. Okay, on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for listening to me today. I am Lewis Carlin. This is the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network podcast. Until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. And stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.